Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 54 of the Tilt and the podcast, hosted by me, Tabreeze. And me, Faisal. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I think I have to start off this episode with a wholesome apology mm. to all of the listeners. Is it my fault? Potentially, because I'm such a busy, busy body. Mm, a busy bee. A busy bee. But yeah, my sincerest apologies for missing last week's episode so for disrupting the continuity exactly and i have to put it down to my fault the last week i've been in the sunny algarve um it's all right for some playing football yep had a football tournament so that's where i've been i've come back horrendously sunburnt it's that mediterranean sun man it's that mediterranean sun there's something Mm. about that mediterranean sun that will catch you slipping and my chest, as you will vouch for me. Oh, it looks like someone put a cigarette out on it a few times. Multiple times, yeah, yeah, yeah. It and didn't, didn't quite put the uh, butt out straight away, so they had to uh, dab a few more oh, times. Yeah, and um, again, for listeners, if you have been listening to us for a while now, you'll know that we have both been on the, the old fitness and health kick. Oh, yeah. So before going away... Sinking of the sun, thinking I'm going to be by the beach, by the pool. Maybe I'll do a bit of uh, manscaping. I'm glad you're mentioning this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I took the garden shears to the old chest and uh, took a bit more than I probably should have mm. off. Basically, bold. Yeah, you're basically bold. It's yeah, uh, yeah. an interested look. It is. I look like a, a plucked chicken. And that definitely didn't help with the sun. No, so, at the minute, just the vest or the t shirt vest, I'm. Anyway, even a T-shirt against the skin at the minute is uh, it's rubbing me up the wrong way, mm. let's say. Mm. So that's me, but I have to apologise again. But we are back, end of the season, episode 54. It is a good one, isn't it? It is, it is. Quite a lot to talk about. It is, it is. We've got a lot of blues news. A ton of blues news and takeover talks is going to be the main point of this episode. So I'm sure everyone wants to hear more about that. So we're going to get into what we know, our opinions, our thoughts. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this one. We're trying to make up for For last week. Exactly. So before we get into all of that, let's get the socials out of the way. If you like what we do, you want to... Keep up to date with us, especially over this pre-season. Check us out on our social medias. You can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep, Twitter and Facebook at the Tilton Two. YouTube the Tilton Two. Perfect. Right. Again, before we get into the blues news, how has your week been? I know you've been missing me, boy. Mm. I'm back, mm. baby. Pretty uneventful, apart from. Uh, as you said, the health kick is well and truly part of us now. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle change, and I'm optimistic Much about it. Much needed one. And, uh, yeah, basically just going to the gym, waiting for the Blues game, game to come around. Mm. And uh, what lovely weather we've been having. No Mediterranean sun, though. No Mediterranean sun, but lovely weather nonetheless. Mm. I feel like I'm on a work call saying that. Yeah. Um, you do. You sound like but you're. Move. You sound like you're waffling, to be honest, uh, man. Uh. But yeah, I mean, not much to report other than uh, mundane life and blues. Okay. What about you? 
It is well where, for me. It is where a plethora you know what? Stories yeah, yeah, and I won't bore people because you know what was really funny. So again, in the Algarve, playing football with my football team, and some of them are listeners of the the podcast. Mm. And what they did say, which did make me laugh, is how much we talk about how hungover we are at yeah. the start. Fifteen minutes in, we're still talking about hang, how hungover we yeah. are. Yeah. So I won't bore anyone listening in, but. I was pretty hungover mm. throughout Save that for my time. Save that two after hours. In, in the Algarve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was a good trip. I did miss the final game of the season, though, which is an you absolute did. gutter. The pitch evasion, yeah. everything. I missed all of that. Mm. So that was an absolute wounder. But on the whole, I had a great time. We finished the tournament in third place. Not bad really if we were sober as we were playing football i think we could have won it but mm. we were there for the experience so uh yeah but i'm back episode 54 let's not waste any more time let's get straight into it blues news first thing on the agenda yeah. takeover talks yeah oh the rumor mill has been going round and round and round on this one it has i mean to be fair more more than it has been before i mean literally stereotypically almost i've had my barber <laughs> included in these rumor talks and right. that's when you know that's barbershop you rumors know. exactly barbershop barbershop when it gets to that point that's when you know you've ticked off every stereotype um but yeah i mean we'll see We'll see. Go on. Give us some. Give us more of an insight into what's going on. Well, we were really sceptical, yeah, weren't yeah, we, really for the skeptical. last couple of weeks? As soon as it was even mentioned yeah. that a deal was going to be done, or people were looking at the club, we were both saying, "Who would want to touch Birmingham yeah. City?" Obviously, the finances were released not long ago. They were not pretty reading. No. We don't even own the ground, so I was always saying, "If you buy the club, you got to buy the ground. We're going to yeah. get held ransom to the ground." But this has continued to gain momentum and we yep. are now at a point where genuinely, if what we're hearing is correct, we could potentially in the next month have new owners mm. and BSHL be finally out of here. Mm. So where do we start? Let's take it all the way back to the beginning because I think, Faze, we haven't really said much other than really our opinions on it. Really, yeah, I mean, we basically so just said... Kind of push don't it think to the it's going to happen. Yeah, it until it happens, until there's real momentum behind it, I don't want to deal with rumours, yeah. right? But again, it's looking very, very promising at the minute. So let's take it back, or let's talk about what we're hearing. So I think the first first bit of news breaking was this consortium that yeah. was headed up by ex pro Maxi Lopez and. An ex Gymshark chairman, Paul Richardson, who's mm. a Blue Nose fan to my knowledge. They were heading up a consortium to try and buy the club. We also heard that Mike Ashley, yeah, was his name was in the hat. Mm. I think if we just talk about Mike Ashley quickly, that divides people. Some people have, you know, some oh, yeah. opinions if you're, if on you're what he's at done. all ethical. Um, you're not you're not very happy about that, but uh, a very yeah. He runs his businesses lean. Yeah, he does lean, lean, lean. But I mean, he does. He 
he's all about profit, right? Mm. And you cannot argue he invested money with Newcastle, kept them afloat, kept them moving or moving them out of the red. So for me, that was like the promising one and always has been for me. If we could have got a Mike Ashley in, I think that would have been a good move yeah, for I us. I mean, right? I wouldn't be worried about the money. I wouldn't be worried no, about No, 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 especially just selling Newcastle. <laughs> Not bad. But those rumours are now distancing themselves more. Mm. We also heard that there was an unnamed English or UK-based businessman that was interested in buying the club. More on that later. Let's talk about the most vocal, without a doubt, rumour or takeover bid, let's say, being that we spoke about first, the Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson one. They have not hid their intentions whatsoever. They have been all over social media. They have been making their presence very, very clear. Um, And they're even at the game, weren't they? Yeah. Final game of the season, they're in attendance. Even after the game, they thanked the Blues fans for all the support. Um, yeah, behind their takeover bid. Now, what is interesting is how public they've been. Mm. Do you not think? Does yeah, that? I what do you so. think? Because to me, that rings alarm bells. Before a deal is even done, before we've heard anything other than a rumor, they are out in the public. Yeah, but I don't think that means that much. The way I see that is they're taking note of the chance faceless owners and trying to instill confidence, I guess, in fans if they are going to take the club over. I think that's an interesting <laughs> spin on it. No, it's true. That is definitely an interesting <laughs> that's spin I on take it. take it anyway. They're trying to be, you know, faced owners. You feel like they're almost trying to force a hand as well. Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I guess it puts them more in the driver's seat if fans get, you know, semi-attached to them mm. um, already. I mean, it definitely, especially in the way we are, you know, if you're a fan sitting around them or, you know, you know they're in attendance and you can see them or whatever, you are going to take a liking to them, aren't you? I'm mm. sure there were chants. I'm sure there were, you know, people going up to them, whatever. I mean, we've seen pictures on sort of Twitter and Instagram um, of them in attendance, but... Yeah, Maxi Lopez, I think, or Sid fans taking pictures exactly. with him. It would grow, you know, it doesn't take a lot at all just being there and being present mm. to uh, win fans over. Yeah. Especially in the p- position we're in, which mm. is uh, dire. Mm. But as I've heard before, once a deal goes public before it's even been done, it means it's off. Mm. And think that's what's happening here well I'm, it looks that way so points from me on that takeover maxi lopez so and paul richardson sorry so they're heading up the con- a consortium yeah apparently they're they want to buy i think it's 20 percent or 20 something percent of the club and then increase their ownership as well in coming years mm. they also don't have all of the money up front obviously it's through a consortium, so again, can to me it's just alarm bells. There's more alarm bells there as well. Maxi Lopez, what, what 
to qualify as Maxi Lopez to be heading up a football club. Yeah, mm. ex-professional. But again, what gives him, as we say, as the old minerals, mm. to to head us up? Paul Richardson, on the other hand, ex-Jim Shark um, director. Obviously, everyone knows about Jim Shark in the Midlands anyway and what a massive player that is. So, obviously, business-wise, I think he also was a director of All Saints. Mm. He's worked at the club at a, a director or a chairman level as well previously. He's an ex-Blue... Well, ex-Blue Nose. No, he is a Blue Nose. So, it all sounds good. Yeah. He recently acquired a company. Again, I don't know if the listeners know, but there's a streetwear brand called Hera London. I've followed the founder of Hera for years now. A bit of inspiration for me it is. But what is really interesting, as soon as that deal was sold, he came out on his social media. This is the founder, his name's Ash White. And basically just slating the whole process. Paul Richardson, so he bought it and he's got his two daughters basically running the company now. And from what I gather or what I can remember seeing on his social media, he was coming out saying how Paul Richardson was basically slandering Ash White's name, was trying to X Ash White out of the whole Hera story and the history yeah. of the brand, how, you know, he's just passed passed it off to his daughters almost like a present, like, go and do your yeah. thing. I mean to be fair, funnily enough, I mean just for clarity, yeah, that's go on. Paul Richardson taking over Hera and Ash White's basically saying he's running it into the ground, isn't he? Basically. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, it's funnily enough, not even long ago, I said to you that it seemed like the quality's dropped or, you know, Hera does look to drop off. I mean, it's never been, in my opinion, the, you know, most premium brand, but it is, it is funny. I kind of agree with it in terms of from just what I've seen. Um... There definitely is a difference in the way that it's run now, just from, you know, sort of an outside perspective. So um, it is interesting to hear. It is interesting to hear Ash White's um, perspective on it. Yeah. You've I got mean, to take it into account. Yeah, yeah. He was saying, again, I remember, this is a while back now, so I'm just kind of like recounting what I remember mm. seeing, but he was saying that I'm going to write, he's going to write a book exposing everything around, even just the whole takeover of Hera, his journey coming up, and then, yeah, up to this point, and I'm guessing it's going to include Paul Richardson's involvement. So, again, this is all just... There's going to be two sides to the story. I don't know either of them personally, but it's just another thing that when I saw Paul Richardson involved, when I remember hearing this from, or, you know, on Ash White's social media, it just rings alarm bells, doesn't it? On top of everything already, you know, you're looking at consortium, buying the club and increasing their ownership over the time, not having the money up front. Maxi Lopez, what experience does he have running up or heading up a football club? Again, you know, any kind of negative talk around someone, you know, whether it be true or not, spikes my ears up. So, you know, around Paul Richardson, for me, yeah, not the one. We never going so public around the rumours. Like you said, Faz, I think you make a really good point that, yeah, maybe they're getting the fans on board, you know, the fact that Paul Richardson's a blue nose, that will sweeten the deal mm. almost, you know, get fans on board. Because again, Maxi Lopez is pretty much an unknown to us other yeah. than, you know, you know he's an ex-footballer, played for some big teams, no doubt. But then 
there's even more, right? So even earlier today, I saw Maxi Lopez has made a has made a point of if he gets, a, you know, takes the helms at uh, at Blues, Diego Costa, yeah, is his target, yeah, and it's just for me that was like honestly like final what would you, you know do you know what I mean like the nail in the coffin for me like mm. this ain't the one in my head it's not the one and what is really interesting it comes at a time where over the last day it might have been even today or maybe I'm still hungover but we've heard that a UK based businessman has been has gained exclusivity to the deal mm. so that means Blues are going with this guy or progressing forward exclusively with this guy, meaning that the minute the Maxi Lopez, Paul Richardson bid isn't being considered yeah. right now, they are taking this UK-based businessman's proposal and bid forward to the EFL to do all of their checks and you know the ownership rubbish tests, blah, blah, blah. So it just seems to me like they're just, again, using social media, using every platform they can, making these ridiculous claims because Diego Costa coming to Birmingham City is a ridiculous claim. Yep. It's a ridiculous claim. And do we need another, let's be real, a striker over 30? No, we got enough. We've completed it. Yeah. yeah. So it all screams just, oh, when we've had so many bad, bad owners. Again, Maxi Lopez could be the greatest guy around. Ask Paul Richardson and nothing bad against them, but the whole thing just doesn't seem right. And Blues fans, I think, who can blame them? We're just desperate to get BSHL out, but we've got to make sure this is the right deal. This cannot go wrong. Do you know what I mean? We, it's such a pivotal point. Mm. We need people who have genuinely got money, who are going to invest, not only to get us out of the red, to get the ground back look at the state of the ground but also be able to push us forward because otherwise we're going to league one yeah we're going to league one we are giving up the squad that we had this season next season is going to be completely different if we've got any chance of getting a squad that's as competitive as we had last season we need to invest some money look where we finished and look where we finished yeah not very good, yeah. Right, I mean, not uh, very well. Yeah, forgetting just the loans that are leaving, a few players are going to be out the door. I'm sure. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We already know. We already mm. know. Peds is going. Yeah. Bella's going. Bella's going. Yeah. Gutted, but that's the reality, right? Yep. So, again, for me, that deal just stinks. It does. It stinks. It doesn't sound right. Do I? I don't want that deal no. happening. I mean, like you said, the main thing, the main difference for me is. Um, it's hard to say, judging, you know, from past business and stuff like that, without having the transparency, can't really comment too much on the Paul Richardson stuff with Hera. It's definitely a point to note. The yeah. main thing for me is, though, the consortium versus what we're hearing about this deal going through, which is hopefully the, the own, well, the businessman's money. Um, mm. And that is the main thing. I mean, the last thing we want in the position that we're in is, you know, to kind of basically have our owners loaning money to try and make things work or to make ends meet mm. so yeah that that's the main thing for me is whoever has got the most capital obviously taking football knowledge into it all this stuff business knowledge for me the key driver is 
who's got the most capital with the least chance of, you know, a negative repercussion for the club. And at the mm-hmm. minute, I mean, just based on what we're hearing, it does sound like this businessman is the way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he's been unnamed for a very yeah. long time. Again, I was thinking, well, I did, I thought, wow, this must be Mike Ashley. Mm. This must be Mike Ashley. Yesterday, I read that it's pretty much confirmed it's not Mike Ashley. But a name today that's come out, and apparently this is who it is, is a Mr. Donald Murr. I hope I'm pronouncing that wrong. Murr, M-U-I-R. Now, this is an ex-Rangers director. I think he was an ex-Rangers director around around 10 years ago, I think. And yeah, apparently he is the man who is trying to buy Birmingham City for £32 million. Apparently in that deal, which again, I didn't think was going to happen, the grounds included. Apparently, again, don't shoot the messenger. This is all from my reliable sources. But apparently, yeah. Again, as I said earlier on, He's been given or been granted exclusivity. So the club are going ahead at the moment. It doesn't mean that the deal's gone ahead. It just means it goes to the next stages and they're not looking at other bids at the moment. Who knows? It might fall through and then we'll see Maxi Lopez come back into the fold. But again, Mm -hmm. even this, the fact that the the club are going with this, you know, Donald Murr potentially, but let's just keep it as his business. We've got some serious parties in game. But it also shows that they don't think Maxi Lopez or Paul Richardson are serious either. Mm. And they probably are looking and thinking, well, this is all just, you know, propaganda, really, you know. So, but, Exciting. Yeah. We I mean, are the main, progressing. The main thing is, um, like I alluded to earlier, you know, I've had rumours from everyone coming at me, really. You know, we've had messages, all these yeah. things. We've, like, definitely pushed back in terms of not believing it until it's got close to the line. But yeah. everything at the minute points at whether it is Maxi Lopez, whoever, whether it's Mr. Murr himself, mm. a takeover is on the cards. Definitely. And even though we've had rumours in previous seasons, which we have literally countless, <clears throat> this is definitely the closest we've got to a situation where BSHL genuinely can be out. Um, and I'm excited about it. Definitely. They'd need to go regardless. Yeah, but I'm again, hoping, the right person needs to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping either way, by the end of summer, we're under different owners. Yeah, well, what I'm hearing is within the yeah. next month, yeah, the deal yeah. could be finalised. It needs to be as well, really. Yeah, it needs yeah. To be we need ASAP. to go into we need to go into pre-season with a new ownership, with a manager who's got money, who can yeah. build a squad. Right? What Mr. Donald Murr is labelled as is a turnaround specialist. Oh, no. Not that that really means yeah, a lot. No. It's a nickname this. or, you know, yeah. what is being quoted. But I feel like that's blues media trying exactly. to... Exactly. But if you're a blues fan spin. and you read that, you're going to be thinking, right, get the man in. But what I do like the most about it is apparently he is... The deal is him fronting the full 32 million. Mm. So that's full ownership outright. And that's what we need. Yeah. You know, as soon as I can sort him, I think, well, bloody hell. You know, again, could we have, you know, X amount of owners within, you know, do you know what I mean? It's another BSHL where, what, we've got 
a Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson taking the flack mm. for, you know, X amount of people behind the scenes. So, at the minute, that's the latest. I am so, so excited to see what's going to happen in the next week, yeah. two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, hopefully yeah. just the completion. And let's get this over the line. If yeah, this mean, man is the real deal, if it's Donald Murr or if it's someone else, if they're the real deal, let's get it done. Let's yeah. get our club back. Let's not become a Derby County or... Or let's not know, go to League One. And let's not get to League One. We are an absolute sleeping giant and we need to get back to the glory days. Mm. And yeah. this, for me, is just, yeah, amazing news. Amazing, amazing news. Once again, we are on this bloody roller coaster that is Birmingham City. Do you know what I mean? You go from mm. the absolute low to the absolute high. I'm trying not to get myself too I know, you're sounding worked very, up. very worked up here. Like, But it's just exciting. Look okay, at how but crap we still a need to, Yeah, yeah, but even if we do get this takeover, we still need to play it by ear and see what this person even does. Um Let's slow down the horse a tiny bit. But yeah, it is exciting for sure. Okay, bolt the stable. But yeah, definitely. You can be the pessimist. I'll be the optimist. BSH, chill out. Yeah. Let's Either way, we'll get the deal done. Updated. And as long as, and it just needs to be the right one. And yeah. I hope the powers that be at the minute, Craig Gardner, Ian Dutton, whoever else is involved in the deal, they get the right man yeah. in. Because... Stay we need to, we need to, to put this terrible, terrible stain in Birmingham City's history behind us now and really, really push on and put, you know, these overseas owners and all of that behind us. Ugh, right. Next. Another big bit of news. Obviously, on the last episode, we were saying that Bowie are coming out and it's been everywhere, you know, hasn't hasn't had any conversations with the current owners, BSHL, uh, and was calling out, saying, you know, he wanted to have those conversations on what is happening in the transfer window and next season. And apparently those talks are edging ever closer and should be this week. Yeah. Again, I don't really know what, what to make of this because well, and how bit, valuable weird. How valuable are those conversations well I don't know. it's it's more it's more if, if the we takeover have got happening. this takeover happening i don't know why why the conversation would be held with bshl really i think it would be better if mr Murr or whoever it is coming in wants those conversations with Boya. you know fair enough if he wants Boya out the door and he has other ideas beforehand that's fine but i would just imagine you know if i'm coming to take over blues I would look at Bowyer. I'd want to, you know, see his case that he's putting across. I'd want to have those conversations myself before exploring other avenues, especially if I'm going to back the club. Um, so, yeah, I do find it interesting that the conversation is going to be had between Bowyer and BSHL rather than any other potential newbies. Okay, well, now I'm going to be the, the killjoy and the Debbie Downer. But BSHL are still the owners. Yeah, yeah, obviously. The deal hasn't gone through yet. So those conversations do need to happen. Business still needs to go on as usual. So these talks need to happen. But yeah, it is just a weird one, isn't it? Well, what it if they like just kick Bowyer out? Exactly. This is my exact point I was going to raise. And it's just, yeah, if the deal goes ahead, yeah, this this conversation means nothing. 
no. really. But if it doesn't go ahead, this is everything. So it's just another period of massive instability. We're on the verge of hopeful, you know, better times. But right now we really are in no man's land mm. because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't know what BSHL's plans are, but even then, whatever they are, they might, and I, I hope they never come to fruition because they're out the door. Yeah. And what does a new owner think? Like you said, Faze, does he want Bowie in? Does he have another manager that he wants to bring in? What's the direction he wants to take the club in? Yeah, I mean, the main thing is, we've already said, it, it stems down from the owners and then goes into to everyone else, the players, yeah. the manager. For me, Bowie, don't get me wrong, tactically, we've already said this, not the best at times. Don't agree with him all the time, but... I do also think, especially for the last however many years, the manager hasn't really mattered. You know, it doesn't matter who the manager is. We've had good managers come in the door, they get kicked out, blah, 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 same story repeats itself. Yeah. I just don't see how BSHL, having that conversation, whether they kick Bowyer out, whatever, I'd rather it be the new owner who comes in, completely fresh slate, see what Bowie has got to offer, go from there. You know, there, there could be a potential. No matter no matter what manager comes in, if BSHL stay in charge, they get rid of Bowie, bring in a new manager, I think it's going to end the same. They're going to get sacked at some point. It all stems down from the top. Nothing changes. Mm. If you have a new owner come in, have the conversation with Bowie, go from there, still get rid of him, whatever, have a better idea of the identity of the club, where you want to take it, what manager you want to pursue, potential signings, then you can go from there. That's that's the only scepticism I've got about it all. Do agree that the conversation has to happen. That's who hired Boya. That's you know the historical relationship. But I just don't want to regret BSHL shutting him out the door when Boya could have worked at Blues. Mm. We've already seen some of the signings he got in on loan, and I do back that Boya was pivotal in those. You know, the players like Lyle Taylor, Hernandez, mm, Chong yeah. coming in, Mengi, Sanderson, Sarkic. All these players, I bet that Boya and Gardner, whatever, their relationships with yeah, the clubs and stuff is what got them through the door. And if you lose that, I think it's a massive thing that not every manager that you bring through the door can bring with them. Mm. You know, we've got... a crap reputation we have really as a club 100% we do yeah. especially after the last few years you know and it's not gonna just go for players because we've got a new owner you need more backing than that you need a manager who looks like they're in charge a manager who speaks with new players gets them motivated to play for Blues yeah it's just short term uncertainty isn't it now yeah. again it is short term uncertainty and I'm sure even Bo is thinking yeah well, I don't know what's going to happen even with the owners if they say, yeah, they want me, yeah, they're going to give me X amount or they're not going to give me X amount. He's still going to be thinking, well, I've got to wait. Mm. You know, for him, definitely fall for him because it is, it's just literally his hands are tied. Yeah, He could be sacked, he could be told he's going to stay and then a new owner comes in and yeah. actually does sack him or, yeah, imagine if he does I mean, get sacked before the new is, owner comes in. Yeah, The good thing is uh, what he's been saying and I rate him for it is... He's been saying, yeah, I want to have these conversations because at the end of the day, it's my career as well. Yeah. Which is so true. Yeah. You know, we've said it plenty of times, but it's so true. You know, he hasn't come here to fail. Nope. And he's looking after himself. He wants the best for the club, but 
he also knows in himself, if I'm not going to get the back in, whatever, what can he do at the club? Yeah. You know, then potentially you could have Bowyer resigning anyway because he doesn't see, you know, the future at Blues. He, he sees that it goes downhill. We're going to League One and it makes him look even worse. We'll see. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, short-term uncertainty. But regardless... Takeover and BSHL yeah. out is a oh yeah, massive, it's the best news of the season. We've had nothing like, to celebrate. Yeah, massive silver lining. So yeah, I just can't wait genuinely to see what happens next and to hear more. Mm. You know, I keep checking all the news forums I can just to see what is happening. So stay locked to the Tilton too to yeah. hear more and get our opinion on it all. And let us hear your opinion. So, yeah, check us out again on our socials. Get in them DMs and let us know what you think on the TakeOver Talks yeah. and what you're hearing as well. Love hearing what the supporters think. So, let's move on, on to other rumours. So, this is more around players now, incomings and an outgoing, potentially. So, we already know. Well, should we start with incomings phase? Let's... Let's go with uh, the season's supporters player of the year, mm. which was Mateo Sarkic. Mr. Sarkic. Hilarious, really. Shot stopping extraordinaire. Yeah. Played half the season, or maybe even Barely just Barely even half the season. How maybe many games was it? I'm not sure. You love doing this, putting, you know, asking oh, no, me well, questions, putting I'm stats gonna, we okay, don't I'm know. I'm going to guess 15 games. Okay, like great. That. Anyway. Played around half of the season, if not less. Yeah. And what a player. At one point, he had the most clean sheets in the Football League. Let's not forget that. Was it 10? 10 clean sheets? You love throwing stats out there. Yeah, but I know that one's correct. (laughs) And like you. So why are you asking it as a question then? You'll ask, you'll say so much. Why don't you tell me how many minutes Sarkic plays? Yourself, yeah, go on, mate. throw that one back out. Back it yourself. Right? The specific don't minutes ask if it's a and question. seconds if you you've got know it, it's 10, so just back it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I have backed it. Okay, it's so they 10. Go. So at 10 least. clean sheets. Anyway. Yeah. At least. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. It's getting worse for you. So, yeah, we've seen today Sarkic come out and say, yeah, there's unfinished business. Apparently, Blues have opened up talks with Wolves about bringing him back. He's 24 years old. We know how bloody good he is. The problem I have is there's going to be other clubs sniffing around, sniffing around them. And if there aren't, they're stupid. I just hope he can come back. Massive green flag when he said, you know, there's unfinished business at Blues. Yeah. But people do say a lot of I know, things, exactly. don't they? Fleeting especially, comments. Especially when you've got the adrenaline running through you yeah. winning the Supporters yeah, Player yeah. of the Year award. Exactly. You know, exactly. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does make you think a bit foggy at I times. I know, yeah. And it does make you want to give the fans yeah, what they exactly. want. And this is something you're, I think we all want. You know, sometimes you're just, you're a people pleaser and <laughs> you you got you got to please the people. Yeah, exactly. So, but if we can get that over the line, remember, 24 years old, keeper, what an asset to the club, even if he does go on to bigger and better things from Blues. We'll get some money for him. Everyone wins. I want this signing to happen. Yeah, I mean, it just massively, massively puts the worry of the keeper situation to bed. Absolutely, We yeah. know what Sarkic offers. We know what he has done anyway at the club. And then you'd have Everidge as a backup, which is, you know, it's a lot Not better a than thing. what we've got right now, Not which is thing. Everidge as our starter and... And no know. backup, really. And zero Let's be real. backup. Let's be yeah. real. You know, so... Know. So, yeah. 
that's a huge one. And I can't wait again. Keep my eyes peeled for this one. And hopefully it can go through. What amazing news that would be if we could get Sarkic. Yeah, huge. Next, another bit of amazing news if it was to go through. Yeah, I'm a bit more sceptical. Ornel Hernandez, the Cuban king. So we are hearing that Birmingham City are or have already opened up conversations with Norwich about bringing Ornel Hernandez back to St. Andrews. What a deal this could be. What an exciting deal yeah, this could I be. I mean, if, if he comes, wow. Seriously, wow. Exactly. Again, you know, realistically, he's 29 years old now. He probably just wants to play football. So that's definitely in our favour. Norwich, they're stacked. Don't get me wrong, I think he's a player that would absolutely give Norwich even more depth. But do they need him? They're pretty stacked. No doubt, I'm sure they'll look at him because I'll know what season he's had for us. But again, I can see them offloading him. Yeah. Maybe he comes back on loan. I don't know. But there's going to be other clubs. In that's what I'm saying. That's the main that's, thing. That's the caveat. That's the main it? thing. I mean, you'd hope, you'd hope even Middlesbrough alone would be looking at him. Do you know what I mean? And they're a way bigger club at the moment. Yeah. I, I just imagine a lot of championship sides are going to be sniffing around him. And if they're not, your loss. Yeah. Unlucky. Your loss. But if this happens, again, a huge move in the right direction. A huge move. Huge move. Imagine the buzz and the excitement around the oh, club yeah. again if we can get this over the line. So, waiting on tender hooks to hear this. Yeah. I just want to. I want Anel Hernandez back next season. Yeah. He's been one of my favourite players this year as I'm sure he has been for most supporters. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, watch this space. We will bring you the latest as soon as we hear more. On to potential outgoings. Joby Bellingham. Yep. We the already know Mel is said, swirling. Peds is pretty much going. Bell is pretty much going. Joby Bellingham now. Mm. The 16-year-old. Made his first league minutes, or got his first league minutes... Um, against Blackburn. And, uh, yeah, apparently he's been linked with Sunderland. Mm, interesting. I think, so, obviously, League One, but to promotion hopeful, yeah. Sunderland. People probably be thinking, why would he go there? What's the links? What, blah, blah, blah. So, apparently, if the deal, you know, would look more likely if Sunderland gained promotion, but the link is... The ex-academy director for Birmingham City is the academy director for Sunderland. Now, I don't know if you've watched the Jude Bellingham or the Rise of Jude Bellingham uh, documentary, but I think, I can't remember his last name, but the the, the director, the academy director's name is Christian something. He's basically like, even Jude says, like almost like a footballing father figure to him. So that's where the connections come in. Could he have the pull to take Joby away from Blues? Yeah, probably could do. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it all rests on if they get into the championship or not. Yeah, 100% even though the League One's, you know, not the worst level, I just think it's very easy for Job to, no matter how he performs, you know, kind of go into obscurity, really. Um, well, next season is going to be the season where he's going to be, you know, yeah, I'm sure he's going to feature. He's, well, if I'd he doesn't so, feature, anyway. he'll he'll want to move. Yeah, yeah. De- you know, 
this has been a you know just a feeling feeling out season next season he is going to look to play yeah I think he's going to want to follow in the footsteps of his brother exactly if he can't get that at Blues 100% he'll be gone we've already seen in January they were talking about him going to Dortmund and following Jude yeah so I want to see well I'd love to see him in a blue shirt just for nostalgic reasons of another Bellingham in the team. Don't want us to lose, you know, a massive potential player that could... No, not at all. It's an interesting one, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just waiting to see how Sunderland finish the playoffs um, to make my decision, really. Uh, and then we'll go from there. Mm. Would you want to say, do you, would you feel like it's a massive loss if we lost JB? Obviously, it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, I will go into the game. I thought he played well when he came on. Um, but, you know, how many times we've seen him feature? I mean, that's his yeah. debut, so it's hard he's to say. He's a kid, though. He yeah, really, he is a kid. Really is he a is a kid. kid. And he, I mean, I remember when Jude first, you know, made his first appearance, I remember thinking, you know, he looks young. Joby looks even younger at yeah. the same age as I Jude, mean I'm right? just naturally natural scepticism is surely you can't have two Judes in one family oh do you know oh, what I mean surely but, uh, but are maybe. the genes that strong maybe. are the genes that strong one of you has got to be worse surely you can't both be 100 mil <laughs> players and you know what you'll always hear down the pub you'll always hear hey Joby apparently oh, Joby's better Joby's better Joby's got the talent, mate. mate. You think Joe's good? Why do you see Joby? Hello, you're that down the crown, mate. My old Joby. Listen, my old, my old man, his best mates with one of the kit men at Blues, and he saw Joby and he goes, honestly, mate, best player I've ever seen down at West Hills. Mm. So, for this, <laughs> in this one instance, I hope those rumours are all true and Joby is the man and next season he's still at Blues. Yeah. And we see some unbelievable techers. Yeah, I'm going to back that he stays at Blues. I do as well. I personally think he will. We'll see. I think he will get minutes as well next season. I think so. I think so. You'll uh, you'll see when he's uh, he's modelling. I'll make the I'll make the prediction. He'll be modelling. Oh, the, for sure. The Blues kit, the blues mate. Kit next year. So for uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That is all the Blues news for this week. Quite exciting. Quite a lot to get through there, but. Let's keep tabs and we'll give you an update next week on next mm. week's episode. Right, Faze, let's get into the final game of the season. A game, unfortunately, I had to miss. Yeah, and a game, unfortunately, that meant nothing. Yeah, I know. I know. Going into it, obviously, it literally was just it's the last game of the season. Yeah, yeah. Not much buzz for me, anyway, at least, except for last time I'm going to be at St Andrews. Not forever, man. Not forever, no. Yeah, I mean, go on, take us, give us the, uh, uh, give us your thoughts going into the game. Then you obviously you yeah. took dad in my place. Yep, yep, took dad in your place. Always eventful because it's um, it's like having a fresh viewpoint. You know, I'm That's I'm true. really seeing it from even though dad obviously likes blues, you kind of seeing it from a neutral standpoint. Um, what is it like to watch this football? You know, yeah, I'm kind so of true. seeing it through his mindset, but uh. Yeah, I mean, going into the game, obviously, nice day. Saw the starting lineup. I mean, it is. It adds to it, mate. Adds oh, to the atmosphere. Okay. <laughs> nice day. Saw the starting lineup. Thought, you know, 
strong team. Do you want me see to see Chongi back. Do you want me to give you the lineup, mate? Go on if you would. Alright. Effridge in goal. In defence. Any minute, mate. I'll just clear my throat if you don't mind. So we had Colin, Roberts, Nico Gordon, Pedersen, Sunjic playing like in a deep CDM role. Uh, Jordan James, Bakuna, also playing in the midfield. We had Chong, Hernandez on the wings, yeah. and Lyle Taylor up top yeah. on his Jack Jones. Yeah. So, yeah, fairly strong team. Yep. What can you say, really? Yeah, fairly I strong, mean, strong team. Going into the game, obviously thought, to be honest, wasn't optimistic. I thought we'd lose probably 2 0, whatever the case. But anyway, watching the game. Kind of itty-bitty, really, at the start. Mm. Blackburn, definitely the better side. Strong team, they seemed, you know, like quite physical, quite tall, really. You could see just from the passing play, they had our number, really, from the start, you know. First half, for sure, they were in control of. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, it kind of goes straight into the first goal, really, which was an absolute thunderbolt from, what, probably 30 yards out. Um, what, what what's his name? Buckley. Buckley, yeah. Saw it coming really when he was winding up for the shot. A weird one. Had way too much time. Yeah. But that was a. You're criticism. not really expecting him to shoot from there. No, you're you? not. You're not. But that was a criticism I had of Blues, to be honest. Like going into that goal, you know, the first however long it was, we did we did just seem off the pace, to be honest. Where we did just look like a bit lazy. A bit lazy, you know. You had players giving typical, effort, typical blues, though, isn't it? Just slow to sh- close the ball down. You know, it was kind of showed evident in the goal. Like you said, you don't expect him to shoot, especially you don't expect him to score. But um, yeah, just went straight in the top corner. Rest of the half, beautiful strike, beautiful strike. Yeah, absolutely it was. beautiful. It was. Um, you got to watch that. You know, yeah, if you yeah, haven't yeah. already seen that goal, honestly, you have to see that goal. Yeah, yeah, crazy. It gets better. Um, yeah, and then and then literally, I mean, the the two goals were so stunning, genuinely that it like makes me kind of forget, really, how the first half went because mm. they're so standout. I mean, a lot of time, even you look at the second goal they had, right? Yeah, it's an amazing strike. It scores against most keepers, whatever. But they had a lot of time on the ball. A lot of time, you know, not in the final third, but just after the halfway line, that sort of area. They had so much time on it. Um, even in, you know, you watch the highlights back, you're watching the game. That, uh, what's his name, Berrett and Diaz, is it? Yeah. You know, he's got the ball just easy. They, they Honestly, the first half, I thought this is as easy as like a training session for them. They're just simple passing, moving for the ball, easy controlling the ball, no real pressure, pass it off. Um, and then, yeah, Barrett and Diaz, I mean, I don't know what he saw. He looked up at the goal, just thought, I'll I take know, a crack. I just, you don't know why, yeah, when you look at it, why would you shoot from Yeah, there? and I mean, it was an absolute shot. <laughs> there's no, just, there's again, no denying that. You said it yourself. Stunning. Yeah, yeah, it was Absolutely stunning. stunning. I mean, you can imagine literally I'm facing that corner of the Quite goal. The tone, yeah. Yeah, I could just see it. As soon as it left his foot, I thought that's actually going in. Um, yeah, crazy. I said to you, didn't I? I said, it looks like you, you got to witness two of the best goals mm. 
without it, St. Andrews, really. Yeah, they're up there. I mean, easily of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. If not, you know, up there with Ever, to be honest. Yeah, but, um, both crazy. Yeah, two crazy strikes. Um, going into the half, I wouldn't say necessarily they deserved to be 2-0 up, but they were definitely the stronger side, you know. They didn't have real chances, but they had those two, and they scored from him. Mm. Second half... I thought it was a different story, to be honest. We came out swinging. Yeah, I thought they didn't really create much. I think Everidge had to make two, you know, good stops. But other than that, like, I really thought Blues were on the charge, really. I mean, you, you kick off. We have a corner probably, what, like two, three minutes into the second half. Lyle Taylor, back post. How it's not gone in, I don't know. Like, keeper's done great. Potentially should have put a bit more power on it, Lyle Taylor. But either way, he's put it into the top corner, really. It's just the keeper's done great. Yeah. Straight after that, I don't know why it stuck out out in my head, but you just put a ring around Lyle Taylor. He is a... Like the guy, but a bit of a cringe bag. <laughs> like, he's straight away, you know, he's shaking his head and that after the save. He goes over to the keeper. He's like, oh, what are you doing? He slaps him on the ass. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, here we go. Lyle Taylor, the lad. Um, Mr. Charisma. Exactly, Mr. Charisma. But anyway, could have been 2-1 at that point. Um, and yeah, the rest of half was a similar story in terms of we were on the charge, we were on the front foot, a lot of passing the ball around. They didn't really pressure us too much or have too many opportunities. We brought on Job, brought on um, Hall. Both looked pretty strong in my opinion. Hall, I thought, looked really good. Okay. Um, which was surprising to me, really. Job, again, played well. Just hesitant he was mm. to um, take a shot off. There were a couple of times where he's far out, but the play potentially is just to take a crack at the ball. Yeah. He's a bit more, you know, obviously hesitant. Reserved Yeah, big, he was just more reserved, chance, looking yeah. to try and pass it off. But again, you know, there, there, were, cho- there were times where I thought, Bloody hell, that's dangerous. There was a time where he's got the ball outside the box, could have shot. Either way, he's kind of hesitant with it. Defenders crowd around him. He tries to put a ball in for Taylor. Taylor, I guess, tries to volley it, just misses it. Um, I think potentially Taylor could have taken it down and, you know, got got himself a goal. But either way, promising play. As I mentioned, Hall did well. Um, and, yeah, I'm trying to remember... Uh, remember the goal now Pedersen Pedersen's man great play great play yeah I mean you saw it again it was one of those goals where you saw the run up play to it Mm. as soon as it's come back to Pedersen I just saw the goal coming it was just one of those runs you know where everything was going the right way I thought this is going to be a goal and it was and to be honest I don't think that was um, undeserved at all really I thought we were playing well at that point it was just a matter of stringing together enough passes and getting into a danger zone. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, ultimately, wasn't to be really, was it? No. You know, we couldn't string together enough to get a second goal. Couldn't press forward and um, get enough pressure in the box. But uh, yeah, I mean, not the worst performance, to be honest. If that was a middle, middle of the season game, if that was another game which meant something, not the worst performance by us, I don't think personally... Just um, 
yeah, I mean, when you look at the culmination of the season to end it on another 2-1 loss, that's what made it more of a downer, really. Yeah. But uh, second half performance, I thought the players played well. Hernandez, hats off to you, mate. You, you shot off the season on a high note, I think. Yeah. Played well as always. Bakuna, baller. Taylor doing Taylor things, really. And, uh, yeah, a couple of the young lads. Oh, one point, actually, I forgot to mention. Mark Roberts did not have a good game at all, mm. in my opinion. I thought, especially the first half, I thought, to be honest, he didn't even want to be in a blue shirt, really. Like, that yeah, he was so lazy, so many little things. There was one time, it's like going out for a corner, I think, to them. And he's obviously running towards a corner flag, and he's he's kind of, I guess, gone to clear it, or he's passed it. He's passed it back into the box. They've intercepted it. And he's literally shaking his head, walking, while the player's still in the box, trying mm. to make something happen. It was crazy. I was thinking, what are you playing at here? You know, you lose a ball like that, you're chasing it yeah, straight yeah. down. And the fact that the guy's in the box, literally, I thought he was going to score. Um, yeah, didn't sit well. And that wasn't the only thing. You know, little things, giving the ball away. No real urgency. Um, yeah, it just made me question it big time, especially since he's really our hallmark defender now. Yeah. He's um, the centrepiece. He is. He is the centrepiece. So, uh, yeah, that was just a note, definitely, I remember on my, in my head. Um, but, yeah, that was it. That was the last game of the season. And then we cut to the pitch invasion. Which we saw happening, really, from the last 10 minutes. You know, everyone started lining up. A lot of banners. More banners than we've seen, really, of BSHL out, all the rest of it. The main stand kicked off first. And then, yeah, the rest of the ground went in. Um, and literally, everyone just lined up. I was just putting the banners straight up, just shouting at the owners know, from the everyone pitch. Everyone just went straight to the, the in front of the boxes, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I guess it was just the kind of last-minute adrenaline <clears throat> rush to end what was a poor season, really. A very forg- well, I hope it'll be a forgetful season. Yeah, I mean, it's depressing, to be honest, because there was like a bit of joy in that, you know, a bit of excitement and everything, but it's just the, the grand bigger picture is we've got a real problem. Real problem. We've had another nothing season. Yeah, we stayed up really by the default yep. and we finished in 20th yep. at, you know... It's well, it's just far from good enough. Yeah, and no way. A more bigger thing is the uncertainty going forward. Really, um, yeah. There's but, not an end. You know, there's not a silver lining in sight, except for obviously the news that we've well, covered today. Yeah, I mean, it's all riding on that, isn't it? Yeah, we could literally. be going into next season again, optimistic as as blue noses are, with new owners or. We could finally get relegated to League One. It's yeah. one of them. Yeah. It's it's you know this part of being a blue nose, isn't it? It's never an easy ride. It is absolutely roller coastered. Joys and it's sorrows. a game of Russian roulette. Right? It is just joys and sorrows. With a it's double barrel shotgun. Be, couldn't be summed up any better. So, but keep it locked into the two and two. We will bring you all the latest, all the information we know yeah. from our detective work and reliable sources that we have and from you. If you know anything, you are hearing rumours. If your old man down the pub's heard something, 
please do reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at the Taunton Two. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at the Taunton Two. We've got a lot of things planned for pre season. Don't worry, we're not having we're not taking the pre season off. We're still gonna be giving you weekly content, so he says, as he had to miss last week. But mm. we are, we're coming each week and plan to come each week. We're gonna bring back our favourite feature, yeah. the Tilt and Two with the blue, blue, where we get a blues fan, one of you guys or and girls, to get on the podcast and have a chat. Mm. We'll get to know you, know your experience as a blue nose, and yeah, just have a just have a general yeah. chinwag yeah. about everything Birmingham City. Yeah, I mean so, we've got we've got a few ideas. We're gonna put them into place, and absolutely. the podcast just getting started. Hundred percent, episode fifty four. Still got a lot more to give and a lot more to go with Birmingham City. So again, if you want to be a part of the podcast and you want to get involved and you want to be a, on the Tilton Two with the Blue, get in them DMs and let us know. Yeah. Thank you again so much for all your continued support. If you're a new listener or you've listened to every single episode that we've ever done, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're all in this together. We're all blue noses. We're one big family, one big community. Let's keep right on and onwards and upwards. We will be back next week with yet another episode. So stay tuned. Faisal, take us away. What do we say? Keep right on. Keep right on.